0: MUSIC PLAYS To another episode of Cadavercast. I'm Al Burnham.
1: And I'm sick.
0: <laughs> that is true.
1: And I'm also Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the I'm the only one in the family that is not sick.
1: Yep, and here we are, recording a show.
0: Yep. My last one actually being six.
1: That's true. So I'm sick. You're six. <laughs> And both of these will change very soon. Yes. There we go.
0: You're sick, I'm 7.
1: <laughs> yeah, then then I'll just I'll just be sick and you'll be 7. That's right. So, uh where are we coming to our listeners from? Why don't you tell them We're that? We're
0: coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And today's topic is Food of the Gods.
1: Yes sir, do you remember who directed this?
0: Bert I. Gordon, the Master of Giants. (laughs) That's true.
1: All of our favorite giant things movies, absolutely. Or movies where people get small, so then everything else is relatively big around them. Yeah.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Like, miniature cars. Yeah. That was in this movie with, yes, rats. You would think Food of the Gods is all... You would remember the rats... But there's also wasps, chickens, roosters, grubs, and maggots.
1: Yeah, that's true. There's a whole bunch of different things in this. And rats. And rats, yeah. This is on the Scream Factory double feature with frogs,
0: Mm-hmm. which, so? of course,
1: we also did an episode on. And Bert yeah. I. Gordon did Empire of the Ants, yes. which we also did an episode on. We did on. a
0: lot of his, uh, not, not a lot, but some.
1: Yeah, we like, talked about... Empire of the Ants. Cyclops got mentioned on one of them, on like the Giants episode. You mentioned the Cyclops. Um, But otherwise, yeah, he did King Dinosaur, a bunch of stuff that's on Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. Tormented, The Magic Sword, but then his stuff about Giants, he also did Village of the Giants. He did The Uh Amazing Colossal Man. Uh, Bert I. Gordon made this movie in 1976. It was, I was reading, the most... Profitable Film for American International Productions in the year of 1976.
0: What does that mean?
1: Uh, That's the company that put it out. They made um, a bunch of movies with Roger Corman. They released movies, right? So, like, they were a production company, and they would fund movies and then release them. Um, But in 1976, this was their big movie. It resulted in them making a whole bunch of other H.G. Wells movies. Not much else was put out from them in 1976. J.D.'s Revenge came out that year. And also, um, at the very tail end of the year, the town that dreaded sundown.
0: Yeah. So, um.
1: Dude, it's your show, man. <laughs> lead away. You turn seven here soon, so let's let's get you in charge of things. I'm sick. What do you want to talk about?
0: Uh, let's start talking about the beginning of the movie.
1: Okay, yes? lead lead away. Who who are our characters here? What's going on in this movie? What's it about other than just vaguely? giant rats and things.
0: Which one is the main character, Brian or Jack?
1: No, uh, Morgan.
0: Morgan, Morgan. Morgan. Morgan is our main character. He does football. Mm-hmm. And he's he he's gets...
1: A, he's a professional football player, but it's a university football team that he's <laughs> playing with. Uh, it's just a weird thing. It's yeah. It's filmed in British Columbia, so they got a university football team, but they're supposed to be... Pro players? I don't know anything about football, so I'm not going to speculate about this at all.
0: No, but. we don't watch it. <laughs> no. The only ones that we watch that's kind of like that is the Olympics.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's the only sports we watch. That's true. But yes, so Morgan, football player.
0: Yeah. And he gets some time off. Mm-hmm. So he goes on a, a ferry for cars. Yeah. He goes across a big, like, river or something?
1: Yeah, some kind of body of water, yeah. yeah.
0: It's supposed to be a farm. It's a, it's a cabin.
1: Yes, they, he ends <laughs> they... up at a cabin that they call a farm. That's the yeah. Skinner farm.
0: The Skinner farm. And we meet Mrs. Skinner. Mm-hmm. First, he goes into the giant chicken that I thought it was chickens, but it's actually roosters.
1: Well, there's there's the one yeah. rooster, and then there's a bunch of chickens. Yeah. Yeah. But he fights the rooster.
0: Yeah, because it starts attacking him. It's, like, bigger than him. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than he is. So
1: could we start measuring animals using the measurement of Marjo Gortner's?
0: What is that?
1: <laughs> Marjo Gortner is the actor who plays Morgan.
0: Let's see. Would it be, so, like, one of him?
1: Like, one, 1.25 Marjo Gortner's?
0: One of him then probably like up to his knee of his leg is about how tall the chicken is
1: okay yeah so that's that's approximately 1.25 marjo gortners Yes. yes. so uh we'll start measuring, measuring all things in marjo gortners from now on yes. forget feet forget meters only marjo gortners and we'll forget uh, feet forget feet we will just uh, we will just abbreviate that MG, so we'll have to get rid of milligrams as well. Just Marjo Gortner's. Yeah. Yep. So if any of you take a trip to Frankenstein's monkey farm, we now exclusively measure in Marjo Gortner's.
0: So you will see our Marjo Gortner scale outside.
1: <laughs> yeah. Life size. Uh, instead, of, instead of rulers, they'll just be like cardboard cutouts of Marjo Gortner. Or you know how, like, the there's some of those uh, measuring tapes that are, like, the the plasticky ones that you can kind of yeah. roll up? We'll just have, like, roll-up Marjo Gortners. Yeah. Right, made out of plastic. And then, then just keep was... them in your pocket.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then we can measure giant stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is going to work out well, I think.
0: <laughs> I know I had one, but I don't know where it is, so... Oh, yeah, you had I a can't Marjo measure. Gortner? Yeah, yeah I, I just forgot where it is, and I couldn't bring the monsters in. <laughs>
1: We'll see. We'll see if we can get uh old Mister Gortner out here, and we'll we'll make a copy of him.
0: So yeah, he fights the rooster.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rake versus rooster. Rake versus rooster. He hits it in like the gobbler thing, whatever go- it
1: is. <laughs> hits it in the gobbler. Got it.
0: it. No, it actually like he puts the rake on it and starts scratching him, or like
1: yeah, through through the. Yeah. I don't know what that's called either. It's but it's like
0: it's like a. The, like the red part
1: that hangs from the the rooster's face yeah
0: yeah and it kills it but the chickens don't attack it and they're like Meow. like hey rooster go fight that guy and then and then they just sit there mm-hmm and then she goes to the house and she does I mean he does he
1: does uh-huh
0: we skipped over a whole part that's,
1: that's totally fine well no it's not fine actually because we missed. Uh an animal yeah. attack.
0: So before they even get to the farm, they start chasing a deer.-hmm and they and they stop. then one of the guys goes into the forest keep chasing it. The deer gets away. he can't find it. Then giant um like a film like thing over thing, whatever <laughs> what? it is like shot over shot
1: oh, oh. with the
0: wasps,
1: Gotcha they, they Those did, like
0: are they're good. But they're see through. You can see through the wasps.
1: Yeah, it's like a superimposition. They did a an optical process, so they put the wasps over the the shot. But they're like translucent. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can see them.
1: Not the most convincing of. They're, effect, they're sure. yellow.
0: They're like they're like orangeish yellow. That's all they are. Kills the guy. Not like where you have like the bump when you get stinged. It poisons him in his face. Turns like purple and red and stuff.
1: Yeah, he swells up really bad, his yeah. whole body. The coroner says that he had basically enough poison in him, like wasp poison or whatever, to indicate that he was stung by 200 wasps. So that's a big wasp. Yeah. How many Marjo Gortners would you say that wasp was?
0: About like half up to his knee.
1: Okay. Gotcha. So it's so so, so like so even... a one eighth Gortner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not that big. A gort. Yeah, a gort. Since, um, they're actually not that big, surprisingly. The others are big. Well, they're it's big not. for wasps. Yeah, they're big for wasps. Wasps are like big bees.
1: <laughs> sure, kind of, yeah. They just, they're mean.
0: Them and hornets are meaner.
1: Oh, man, they're hornets. Mean. We get those hornets here in the summer. Oof.
0: Yeah, we went down, one of our friends, we went down the house... Hornets everywhere.
1: Yeah, man. There's Even they're when huge we went too. down
0: our ha- to our house, there was still hornets and stuff.
1: They're about one thirty-second gortner.
0: Those are the t- the regular sized ones. Okay, so let's go back to where we were.
1: Okay. So back so up we meet, chicken attack.
0: No, they go to Mr. Skinner and Mrs. Skinner's house. Only we see Mrs. Skinner. First, but we see what's making them big.
1: Uh-huh and what's they it like found,
0: it's like it's like this it kind of looks like turkey stuffing.
1: Turkey stuffing okay.
0: <laughs> it kind of looks like that.
1: appropriate because this is of course we're recording this on a uh, Thanksgiving weekend, American Thanksgiving weekend. That's why we're doing this episode, of course, is because we just got done eating a whole bunch of food. Yeah. Because of Thanksgiving, so then Food of the Gods, right? Yeah, it, it makes yeah. a kind of sense. And also, it's a movie that we've referenced about a million times on the show.
0: That's why we're doing it, so we don't reference it a million times.
1: Or so our listeners can understand where we're coming from when we yeah. reference it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In case you don't feel like tracking down a 1976 movie about giant rats and giant chickens starring Marjo Gortner, we'll fill you in on the details. There yep. you go.
0: Um, so you don't have to track it down because we're d- giving you all the details and we're talking about it now. There you go. So you don't have so to track it down. So the food of the
1: gods, it's like turkey stuffing. Where do they get it from?
0: I don't actually don't know. I I forgot. It's like they say that God gave it to them. That's where they say yeah, it
1: Yeah, remember from. it was coming out of that like, like hill or whatever? It was yeah, coming it was out like, of like a rock or something?
0: Yeah, it was like... To me, when it first saw it, I thought it was rabies.
1: Yeah, it was like a goop. It's a goop, and then she has to mix it with food in order for the animals to be willing to eat it. Because it's gross, I guess.
0: But the goop made it be big, and the food made it look like turkey stuffing.
1: Well, only once they mixed it in with some grain or something like that. Otherwise, it kind of looks like a... I don't know, like a. Like you said, like just foaming. It's like a foam. It looks
0: like yogurt. It looks like yogurt. It's like plain yogurt. It looks like
1: the stuff, if you've seen the movie The Stuff. It's like that, just coming out of the ground. Very similar in that regard. Except the stuff is really tasty, and I guess the food of the gods is not, so they have to trick animals into eating it. Why do they make the animals eat it in the first place? What makes them think that's a good idea?
0: Because they don't. Because. They didn't know. They just fed it to them. Maybe they didn't have food or something.
1: That's a good idea. Okay, because I couldn't figure that out. I was thinking that watching it this time. Why would they feed it to their animals in the first place? If the animals won't eat it, then why force them to eat it? You know, an animal's not going to eat something if it, like, thinks it's poison or something. So they mix it in with their food and then make them eat it. And that causes them to grow big. But I guess the only reason they would actually feed it to their animals is if they don't have enough food for all of the animals. So that makes a sense, yeah.
0: Because there's a lot of goop.
1: Yeah. We're not even to the rats yet. Oh my gosh. So then we get grubs, like maggots show up.
0: Uh they're like let's see, how many
1: Oh, how many how many Gortners?
0: It's not two Gortners. It's not No no no.
1: These the grubs are like like point two five. 0.25,
0: 0.25, yeah, yeah, but the chickens are actually the biggest ones. Quarter
1: Gortners, one Gort.
0: Yep, the chickens are actually the bigger. The, the biggest chickens are ones.
1: really big. Yeah, yeah, because the they're tall. But
0: the rooster is bigger. Yeah. Then we get the grubs and stuff.
1: And they get all over Ida Lupino's arm. Uh, Ida Lupino plays Mrs.
0: Mrs. Skinner. Skinner. Yeah, James. she was
1: uh, a <laughs> she is uh, a director actually. Yes. Um, she directed a movie called The Hitchhiker, a film noir. It's awesome. You should check it out. Um, But she was a female director in an era where there were not a ton of female directors. No, it's
0: it's in the place where everybody thought men are better than women.
1: Yeah, in in that time, which sadly there are people out there who still think that, Alistair, but you know what? Um,
0: And she made a movie.
1: Yeah, she she was out there doing great work. Um, She did a lot of acting, too. The only thing that's springing to mind is she's in Junior Bonner, but I don't i don't know that many of our listeners will directly relate to a Steve McQueen rodeo movie. I don't know that that's going to strike anybody. Move on. Li- abandon Ida Lupino. Dad's sick. Dad's sick. Save him. Grubs. Maggots. What goes on there?
0: So, they start getting all over her arm? Um, you would think she dies... No, she does not die. They just eat her arm, basically. Yep. She kills them. There's like four or five of them, and that's it. That's all we see.
1: Sure, yeah, there aren't we many of the, the, the... You
0: should have more. You think this, there should
1: have been more maggots yeah. and grubs? Well, immediately, though, they, they give way to the rats. We get the rats pretty much immediately after yeah, that.
0: because we see Mr. Skinner coming back... I th- no wait yeah is he that- comes
1: back yeah. yeah
0: he comes back but then he like stops yep because he hears this noise or something maybe and like uh, his
1: tire pops he has a yeah. flat tire yeah
0: and he comes out hears rats and you know what the rats come out and he starts he get in the car and they start getting him they go outside and they have this miniature. Miniature car with rat, like puppet rats, uh, with puppet rats and stuff. They
1: sure do. Well, I yeah. mean, the the miniature is with real rats, and then when they show Mister Skinner, those are puppets, like yeah. the big puppets, and they're huge too. They're full <laughs> size puppets. Yeah. And these rats are approximately one Marjo Gortner,
0: right? Like <laughs> no. they're they're
1: like full size, like the rat puppets.
0: Yeah, the rabbits, rat puppets are really big, but. In the movie, they're probably like his leg big.
1: No, no, they're big, dude. They're like the size of him for real. Yeah, like their head. The heads are like human size heads, so they're yeah, basically they, human size.
0: They can jump really high too. Yeah, he's like one Marjo Gardner, but they're big. They can flood a house, literally. You can. Oh, like there's so many of them they yeah. can fill the house. Yeah. Okay. They're so big. They can even pile on each other.
1: Yeah, and they... Well, at the end, they're, like, climbing up the side of a house. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So...
0: Let's not spoil the end. Not...
1: Well, yeah. No, I guess... I guess that's on me this time. So... That's <laughs> on um, you,
0: Dad. <laughs>
1: uh, the rats show up, and... Yeah, it's pretty gory, though. So, um, let's address the gore in this movie. Because <laughs> Mr. Skinner, he gets pretty... Chewed up, they, yeah, they they rip into his face, and there's a bit of gore there.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, Brian, when he dies later, spoilers for Brian, a character who we've only mentioned once, um, who's Which played by he? he's the one played by John Cypher from Masters of the Universe. He was he was Man at Arms in the He Man movie.
0: Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah.
1: So he gets he gets killed later on, and they like rip his head off and stuff. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, but like you don't see that happen. It's off screen, and they cut to it. You know. So it's it's gory and bloody, but a lot of the gore is pretty brief. Yeah, and it that's, does.
0: It's like blood, basically. Yeah,
1: but especially what when. What happens
0: to Mister um, Skinner? They drag him. Yeah. And when you see him the second time, his arm, his leg is everywhere.
1: Yeah, he's all over the place. What is this movie rated? What am I showing you? <laughs> I am. I imagine it's PG because it's from '76 and. In 76, you didn't have a PG-13, of course. So, you know. um, But yeah, so there is gore there. Also, yep, PG. So um, there's gore there. And then there the rats. And I think we should address this sooner rather than later. One of my concerns about this movie, and we've watched it a couple times now, is that they may actually be killing the rats on screen. I don't know. I've looked but it they're up. But us-
0: they're actually using the ones you use as pets?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to tell. And they're either shooting the rats with something that is gory, like shooting them with, I don't know, something that would look nasty. They're getting hurt no matter what, when they're actually shooting them. Like you can tell the rats are getting hurt and or they're actually shooting them, which is also terrible. So I don't know. It's not a movie we've watched a bunch because that does bother me. But it is something we mention on the show a lot. Like it's sort of a point of reference for us here at Frankenstein's Monkey Farm because it's about giant rats and giant chickens and stuff. So it is a movie that I wanted us to talk about. But I haven't been able to find any proof online or anything. Like, just a cursory search. I haven't, I like, I watched the movie with commentary. I listened to interviews. And I heard nothing about, the how, like, how they actually dealt with the rats. So if anybody has any research out there about that, shoot it my way. I really am interested in reading more about it. Um,
0: so what I did is I kept the rats. I tried to save as much rats as I could. You? Yeah, I I just I got them down. I saved them in a cage oh, so nobody. You could. went
1: into the movie.
0: I no, they ran away into the woods. I got them. I got as much as I could. The leader was still at the house when I got them. So oh, I
1: see. I see. So now we're now we're slipping into like uh, monster stampede territory, then. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're at Frankenstein's Monkey Farm, saving movie monsters. Yep. I, I like did it.
0: that. And kind of had... like
1: on um mystery science theater, right? Because yeah. we went to the mystery science theater show recently. Yeah. And they had the the woman who takes care of the the monsters on that spaceship, right? Yeah. yeah. We kind of got something like that going on here mm-hmm. at the monkey farm. So we're concerned about the rats in this yes, movie. long that's, story: short. That's
0: actually why I saved them from the movie. so yeah, got I played to. it again. I went into the movie, saved the rats, came back, put them in Done. the cage.
1: And if in listeners, if any of you have information about food of the Gods that you can send our way, then we will gladly put the rats back in the movie for you Yep. yeah. so what else happens in this movie? Let's get through this thing.
0: So um what were we even talking about?
1: So the rats show up. Um, we got a couple other characters who wander in. You've got that couple who are pregnant, the woman with the baby. Yeah. And they've got their RV. And then you've got the...
0: Their their truck is, like, like stuck and they can't get it through. Yeah, move. yeah, they can't
1: move their RV. Their and then RV. this
0: mean guy comes along and they say, stop, but he doesn't stop. Yeah. It's like, the other girl is like, he's really mean.
1: Yeah, well, that's... um that's He's
0: really selfish,
1: Mister, He is really selfish. Yeah, he's greedy. Right? He doesn't care about other people, just himself. That's Mr. Bensington, Jack Bensington, who's played by Ralph Meeker, who uh, is perhaps best known for a movie called Kiss Me Deadly, another film noir that is excellent. It is on a Criterion Collection. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Kiss Me Deadly from 1955.
0: He also said we would pick them up when we go back. He probably doesn't.
1: No, he, he was going to leave. He died. Yeah.
0: In the movie. No,
1: yeah, if he dies, that's hard to go pick people up, for sure. So we got Mr. Bensington, we got that couple. Mr. Bensington gets killed, eventually.
0: Way later.
1: Way later, yeah. But yeah, I mean, most of the middle of it... he almost
0: gets killed by the wasps.
1: That's true. They, they
0: actually come back later in the movie. Yeah,
1: he has to fight the optical effect. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, he doesn't even hit them.
1: No, I mean... I think
0: he fake hits one. It's like he fake hits one, it goes right through it.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, they're intangible. Yeah. But they do get one. They get a puppet at some point. They knock a puppet down.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're, he comes in, shoots them. They're black at that point. And then they look metal when they fell down.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're clearly some kind of puppetry structure sort of a deal. I yeah. mean, when the one landed on the guy's back earlier in the movie, it was clearly just strapped onto him. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, it's not the greatest effect, but it works. It's serviceable. You know, then the, the rats are accomplished with a combination of miniatures, uh, puppets, and then um, like matting effects like they did in Empire of the Ants where they would just have like regular size ants and then the people and it would be awkwardly sort of jammed together the two shots. They do that in here a couple times. So you'll have rats going to the edge of the frame and sort of like dissolving into the air. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. I like those effects myself. So basically the whole middle of the movie is them trying to figure out how to kill the rats, how to stop the rats. And the bacteriologist lady falls in a tunnel. They burn down the wasp's nest. Like a lot of stuff happens where they're just sort of trying to figure out how to stop the animals. But uh, it all culminates with them trapped in the house at the end by the rats. So what happens there?
0: Um, Before you see that, they blow up this wall um and the wall is blocking the water from getting in. They blow it up and the water yeah. starts flowing in because yeah. the
1: the uh the rats are attacking the house. they don't know what to do yeah, so they decide let's blow up basically like a levee right and it's keeping the yeah. water from flooding the island.
0: so they blow up that. they literally flood the whole place. the rats start trying to get up there, there's some rats, but they shoot them, they fall down, and they sink in the water. Yeah,
1: well, and the the shtick there is that the rats, rats normally are very, very light, but these rats are now really heavy, and that sort of instinctually, these rats don't know how to swim with their weight anymore, and so they sink.
0: Because even though last time they also had this, like, fence, they swam around it, But they started sinking, so they went back to shore. Yeah. Yeah, that happened earlier. And then, it actually happens for a long time. It's just them, at the end of the movie, trying to figure out how to stop these rats getting from on the building. They're, like, all around the building, on the walls, on the top of the the house and stuff. Yeah, one
1: gets in and um, kills Ida Lupino's character. Yeah. Which, supposedly... Um, I I don't remember if I heard this on the commentary or in an interview or something, but apparently she dies in the movie simply because she showed up on set one day and told them I'm gonna I've got a flight tomorrow I'm just leaving like she just took off she was just done and they're like oh I guess we gotta kill her off so- I, she was supposed to survive the movie I guess but she ended up having to die because she just she just left <laughs> Ida Lupino left. She was on their weird rat movie for long enough. And she, has, she, has like, man, when she gets killed, her acting is really good.
0: She grabs this giant knife, starts hitting the rat. The rat survives, kills her, but the rat dies. Yeah, after. they both die.
1: Yeah. yeah. And she's got, like, this, like, she's almost in tears at the end when she's fighting this giant, silly rat puppet. Like, she's selling it. It's so good.
0: Yeah, it is so good. She's trying not to die.
1: Well, I mean, you know, it's what you do. I mean, in in a way, her character welcomes it because, of course, Mr. Skinner got torn apart by rats. So, you know, there's, I guess, a symmetry to that. Yeah. So, yeah, they flood the island. What happens to the rats?
0: They sink, but the leader is on the top of the building.
1: What's, what, okay, so this is good because we've talked about this in the past. We talked about it on Tremors. Remember, there was Stumpy, you know, in Gremlins, there was uh, Stripe. Right? There's always the one leader monster in, like, a creature feature. And you can always tell. There's always something distinctive about it. What's distinctive about the rat that is the leader?
0: It's white. Yeah. And the others are brown.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So that's the leader one.
0: Yeah, and he also has red eyes. Yep. Yeah, but they kill him. He also sins. How,
1: How does he get killed?
0: They run out of bullets. So they literally hit him in the head with Who this. Who gi- Um, Morgan hits him in the head with this ginormous gun.
1: That's <laughs> like a shotgun. Yeah, yeah
0: and his and he dies.
1: It's a pretty. Re- it's a regular size shotgun, but yeah. How? You get clubbed in the head with something. Yeah, I mean, it break Ooh. your skull. You know, injure your brain.
0: Yep, and the rat dies. <laughs> and then they just look at the rats. Dying, and then you see shots underwater with rats. Yeah,
1: again, I really hope they weren't actually drowning rats on camera. It's why we don't return to this one very often. We tend to watch uh, frogs, and we tend to watch Empire of the Ants more often than this. Uh, We've only watched this a couple times, but it really stuck with Al when we watched it the first time. There was something about it, you know? And I think it's just because it's giant animal mayhem, you know? The chicken comes out of nowhere... Marjo Gortner's punching a rooster in the face.
0: <laughs> you've got
1: Ida Lupino who's who's been in movies with like Humphrey Bogart and stuff and Steve McQueen and now she's got maggots all over her arm. That's bananas. Oh, uh, you have the um the giant rats and you have the white rat, you know, and you have the wasps and the guy gets stung by the giant wasp. It's just crazy. There's all this stuff going on and it really moves fast. It's a movie that doesn't slow down pretty much at all, you know?
0: Yeah, that's why it's easy to talk about.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, our episode is, frankly, about over because there's not a ton to say about it other than, you know, it's a lot of fun and it would be more fun if we knew they weren't actually killing rats on screen, which is really problematic for us here because at it's Frankenstein's the rat Monkey that, Farm.
0: Well, at least I saved as much as I could. Yeah,
1: yes, in in on Frankenstein's Monkey Farm, we're harboring all of the... Uh, any abused animal from a monster movie finds safe haven here at Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. Except for those cows in the end. Those ominous cows.
0: Moo. (laughs) (laughs) And the end of the movie is just like, it's a picture of this kid drinking drinking the cow's milk. That's the end of the movie.
1: Well, what does that have to do with anything?
0: It's saying, it's like...
1: Go back to the cows. We didn't talk about the cows. Explain the cows.
0: And like so the thing that makes them it goes down this the body of water into where the cows are.
1: Yeah, like two jars of the food of the gods.
0: And they're still in it, and the cows eat it. Then they start drinking the milk and it shows you it because Yeah, they show that the cows stuff. getting
1: milked. Yeah.
0: And then they see that the school because they're drinking that cow's milk. Mmm. And I'm like, they're going to get bigger. The kids are going to get way bigger, right?
1: Yeah, in theory, because they say that um, Mrs. Skinner says that only the baby chicks got bigger, but the adults weren't affected. So it has to be kids or babies or something that eat it to grow big. Yeah. Which then, in theory, could lead into, um, you know, a Village of the Giants kind of a situation. Yeah. Which is basically what happened in Village of the Giants. I don't know if you remember that, but there's a duck, and they make this duck grow big. And then these these teenagers, these juvenile delinquents, end up, I don't know, eating it or whatever it is. And they grow giant, and they take over this town.
0: Cool. Yeah. And the Colossal Man... Might be one of the kids that be just becomes giant.
1: I think the Colossal Man, I think that's radiation, I think.
0: Oh, radiation?
1: Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to rewatch it. Well, the it. stuff
0: is kind of radiation.
1: Yeah, well, basically. that's a good point because the food of the gods is the nature's way of combating human pollution and stuff.
0: It's nature's toxic. Or not toxic. Sure,
1: yeah, it's like revenge um toxicity yeah sure. yeah i get you you know with um empire of the ants of course the they became like the, giants. yeah the the ants came into contact with toxic waste and that made them grow big and so then nature then gets back at mankind for tampering with it yeah right? and it's the same kind it's of like thing
0: it's like a revenge yeah of nature
1: yeah it's more direct in and it's food nature's of the
0: revenge but in Food of the Gods, it's it's like better nature's revenge, basically. Yeah, it's better. Because they're attacking people because the people force them to eat stuff that made them grow big.
1: Well, that's true, too. I mean, the animals didn't want to.
0: But they put food in it.
1: Yeah. Well, anything else to add about this movie before we wrap it up, man?
0: Um, no.
1: No? Food of the Gods. There you go. That's our uh, loose Thanksgiving tie-in <laughs> episode.
0: Or I actually want to say which character who played which character, since we have it on here. Oh,
1: you wanna you wanna yeah. go back over your cast list we have here.
0: Morgan as Marjo Gartner, of course. Mrs. Skinner, Ida Lupino. Brian, John Cipher. I think it's yeah says. from yeah. Masters Jack of the Universe. Is Rolf Meeker,
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: whatever this is. It
1: says bacteriologists. Yeah. So, I mean, there are other people in the movie too, but those are the ones that I jotted down. The the woman who's in there, I also recognized her too, the woman who's pregnant. Well, she was in Gremlins, but she's also in Piranha. She's in uh, The Howling. There you go. (laughs) That's um, Belinda Belaski.
0: But what's her actual name in the movie?
1: Her name was Rita.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember.
1: There you go. It's like when I was getting very, becoming very aware of who works on movies. We've been watching all the credits so he can kind of, you know, connect with that a little Mm -hmm. bit better. Yeah.
0: When they see the rats, he says, Rita, come and look at the door. And they see this giant rat.
1: Exactly. So cool, man. That's Thanksgiving done and over with. And next up, we actually are planning our episodes ahead now. So. That we're doing a little bit better. Um, when Al was younger, it was easier to just let Al pick the movies, you know, the day we go to record, basically. Yeah. You know? Um, but now that he's getting a bit older, he's enjoying planning it with me more. So, uh, next up, we will have a mini episode that'll drop sometime the middle of December. Probably about the 15th or 16th, we'll be dropping a Who the Al is or a What the Al is.
0: Who the Owl is? Critters.
1: There you go. Yeah, it's Critters. So we're going to talk about Critters. we're actually going
0: to do Who the Owl is? Critters. And then we're going to do a Critters actual episode. Maybe. Since we got... Maybe. Since we got the Critters collection. One, two, three, and four.
1: Yeah. So we're going to do... Critters is one of those ones, and I mentioned it on the show before. It's... One of our most requested episodes is critters. People want us to talk about critters. So we're gonna do a who the Al Is before Al tries to watch it. So I Al's actually gonna, know
0: a little bit about Al knows it. a
1: bit. He's seen he's seen bits and pieces, but I've the seen point them is, eating
0: hot dogs.
1: Okay, you saw them eating hot dogs. This way we'll have an episode about critters, what Al thinks it is, and then if Al can sit through critters, if it's not too spooky, then we will do a review of critters sometime early 2019, I suppose, January, February, something like that. Yeah. But um, I remember one way, scary
0: part that scared me.
1: Well, don't talk about it in this episode. Save it for next episode, you gooness.
0: <laughs>
1: if I had to measure how much of a goon you are, it's easily two Marjo Gortner's <laughs> worth of goonness.
0: I would say, goon, you would be like, let's say, six Marjo Gortner's.
1: That's true, but I've had longer to work on mine, you know? So, uh, there you go. We're going to do a Who the Owl Is or What the Owl Is Critters for next episode. I like
0: Who the Owl Is Critters.
1: Who the Owl Is Critters. Okay. We'll just stick with that. And that'll be dropping about the 15th or 16th of December. Look forward to that. And then we will announce on that episode what we're going to be doing for our end of the year holiday episode. We've got something special lined up that we will reveal next episode. So, Alistair... Where can our listeners find us on the internet other than obviously on our show?
0: Um, You can find us on Facebook at the Critters and Creeps Club. Yeah. Join the club.
1: Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club on Facebook. Do you know our Twitter handle? At cadaver underscore cast. cast. Yes. And then you can email us at cadavercast at gmail.com if you have anything to say to us there. Um, Of course, it always helps if you rate and review the show. Um, We have another review, actually. Here we go. This is from our pal, Henry, who is the co-host of Spook Factory. You remember that one? Yeah. That's the one run by kids. Uh, They're awesome. Check out Spook Factory. It's a good show. And uh, Henry says, you guys are incredibly funny and informative. I love hearing Al's thoughts on classic monster movies. I also always look forward to new installments of Who the Al Is and Al's Monster Stampede. I wish you guys had more of a following. I'll keep listening. Oh, that's very nice of you, Henry. Um, We have had some more people listening lately since October. We've actually,
0: um, we've doubled our listeners in two weeks.
1: Yeah, in October, definitely, we had a boom period there. Thanks in no small part to being on um, Unspookable. The Unspookable podcast, if you have not listened to that yet, um, the first season just wrapped up with Alistair on there talking about Slenderman.
0: So the ones I did was Ouija board, tarot cards, and Slenderman. All three of them.
1: And you can, I don't know, you can kind of view that Slenderman episode as a sort of who the Al is Slenderman. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a bit of that in there. That's cool. Uh, go back, uh, listen to Unspookable, just wrapped the first season, it's, uh, it's six episodes, Al is on half of them, so check out Unspookable. Um, also, listen to Spook Factory. Also, if you want to become a patron and support the show and get access to a bunch of exclusive content, Alistair, where can our listeners find that?
0: You can go to patreon.com wordsalad.
1: And even if you aren't a patron, in the month of December, we're gonna have some um, exclusives post for the public, so you can head over and check that out. Last year, Tyler and I posted an episode of Cinemuck for like just for the public for free, and you can check that out from last year. That's a really good one, and we're gonna do another one that was Cadavercast listener suggested movies. So we're gonna talk about weird like obscure bad movies and we're just gonna post that. So keep an eye on um the Critters and Creeps Club. We'll send the we'll post the link for that. But that'll give you an idea of what we do on Patreon.
0: Speaking of the Critters and Creeps Club, we have a Critters and Creeps Club exclusive episode.
1: That's true. That's and it's pinned oh. right to the top of our page there. So there you go. Whole bunch of stuff. That's a lot of information. I'm roasting. Let's wrap this up.
0: You've been listening to another episode of CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham,
1: and I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Thanks. Thank you, everybody.
0: We love ya.